what are you going to do if your car breaks down? What are you going to do if uh, the roof starts to leak uh, on your house? How are you going to handle these expenses? Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer, and another solo episode. Hope you're doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. I want to talk about something I was thinking about the other day. And actually, as I'm recording this yesterday, so I am sitting there watching the Super Bowl. And I usually catch some of the Super Bowl, typically not all of it this year. I probably caught the most of it that I've caught in a long time. Um, You know, pretty much watched the majority of the second um, half and and a little bit of the first half uh, while my wife, uh, you know, sat there, cooked dinner for us and did all those things. So uh, awesome for her. Uh, Actually, awesome for us, not awesome for her. But regardless, I'm sitting here thinking about all these people watching the Super Bowl. And it's not just the Super Bowl, right? It's, It's sports. It's you name it, it's TV, it's all these things, all these distractions they've got and they're poor and they've got a poor mindset and they're sitting here wanting more, right? They, they want to get better. They, they don't want to be poor. They're complaining about not having money. Uh, whether, maybe they're poor, maybe they're middle-class, but they're complaining about the situation they're in. Yeah, they're sitting here st- staying in that same situation by sitting in front of the TV, for four hours watching the Super Bowl and probably for a couple hours watching the pregame shows and for maybe an hour watching the postgame shows. And now today it's, you know, it's the day after the Super Bowl and they're probably at work distracted or maybe they're not even at work because they don't have a job. And they're looking up stuff about the Super Bowl, about the stats, about Taylor Swift, about Travis Kelsey, about Patrick Mahomes, all this kind of stuff. And they're they're complaining and moaning about being stuck and they don't understand the correlation. And that's the problem right now is we've got a lot of people that talk about wanting to get out of this kind of rut they're in and figure out, they can't figure it out how, and it's, again, it's not just people watching the Super Bowl. It's people just being distracted by things they shouldn't be distracted by. And where I look up the statistics and I look up that like a $2,000 expense, an emergency expense of, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars is going to crush most people in America today. And you think about it, it's like even $500 is going to crush most people. They don't know. They can't, they don't have an emergency fund. They can't do anything with that. And it's like, what are you going to do if your car breaks down? What are you going to do if uh, the roof starts to leak uh, on your house? How are you going to handle these expenses? And most people, they don't have a plan. Their only plan is they're going to take out more debt, right? They're going to, they're going to get more debt to somehow solve their problems. And it's not possible for them to have these big expenses without going into more debt. And that's a sad that's a sad state to be in. And maybe it's not you. Maybe you're like, well, this, uh, this episode's not even talking to me right now. Like, why would I continue to listen? Because 
I'm not in this state, right? I've got it figured out. I've got a lot of money. I've got a big emergency fund, all that kind of stuff. First, kudos to you. That's awesome. I hope you're there. I hope everybody listening to this is in that spot where you are financially set. But I guarantee you, at least it is for me, there's somebody in your life, maybe it's an aunt, an uncle, a nephew, a uh, a grandma, uh, you know, who doesn't have it figured out, who is living paycheck to paycheck, who can't figure out how to pay for that extra thousand dollar expense. And they're in a situation where they just don't understand what to do next. And, and so if that's the case, if you're sitting there going, yeah, I do, I can picture that friend, that family member, uh, that acquaintance that is like that, then we need to figure out how we can be better as uh, as people who do have at least that aspect of our life together and maybe there's other aspects that you don't have together that are pretty similar to that that you know can be associated with everything we're talking about today can really relate to various aspects you know of your life we could be talking financially uh, but we can also be talking uh, health wise we can be talking family wise uh, relationship wise. There's so many other things we could be talking about. Oh, right now I'm related to money, right? Because, you know, that's, that's a lot of what the show is about. So, um, so here's the deal is it's uncomfortable a lot of times to talk to people about it, but everything is uncomfortable when we first start it. That doesn't mean we shouldn't start it. And so if you are in that position yourself, or if you know somebody that's in that position, it's about financial literacy, teaching that financial literacy. Look, it's not taught widely. Um, schools certainly don't teach it. And the little bit that they do, it, they just don't do a very good job at it, right? It's just not in schools. Uh, oftentimes we weren't talked uh, about it by our parents. And quite frankly, a lot of our parents didn't, didn't know how to talk about it because they didn't hear about it, right? They didn't learn about it in school. They didn't hear about it from their parents. Um, you think about, you know, I think about my parents uh, and my wife's parents, and you look at them and you say, well, their parents grew up in that depression era, right? The, the Great Depression era that, that affected them, that affected their mindset, Um and, and so it affected how they think financial literacy, right? And so most of us haven't been taught it by the traditional sense. And so if you are in that position, that's your job. That is your job. And I challenge you to start, start putting it out there more and, and getting it out there for people to listen and not just people that already have financial literacy, but people that don't have financial literacy. Look, uh, one of our investors and friends, he teaches Dave Ramsey courses through his church. And he's talking with a lot of people that, that have very little financial literacy who probably don't know anything. And he's teaching Dave Ramsey, um, you know, advice through the church. And quite frankly, you might say, oh, I don't, I don't like Dave Ramsey. And I get it. Uh, I don't like a lot of things about him either, but here's the deal. That's really simple advice for a lot of people who probably need it. 
And so it doesn't have to be exactly the advice that we live by um, because we're maybe in a different spot, but it needs to be something where, hey, look, how do we fix it? How do we fix it? How do we get to a position to where, you know, you can start saving, you can start investing, uh, you can stop spending so much, you can stop taking all your time and devoting it to things that aren't important, like watching grown men play football, right? Um, if if they're successful and you're not, why do you want to watch that? Is it to motivate you? Because most of it, most of the time, it's not, right? Most of the time, it's to entertain you. But you have to figure out how can you get ahead. So let's take that time instead and use it to get ahead. Use it to be financially wise, right? Use it to build relationships. Um, so you talk about it more with your, talk about money, talk about finances more with your family, with your friends. It's going to be uncomfortable at first. It's going to feel weird at first. But again, everything worth doing starts out uncomfortable, starts out awkward, starts out feeling weird. And once we start doing it over and over again, then it starts to feel comfortable. Then it starts to feel good. Then it starts to actually make changes and make a difference. So most people are scared to talk about it. Most people are protective about, you know, their finances. They don't want to, they don't want to feel weird talking about it. They, they don't want to, you know, cause any problems. And they feel like that does talking about their salary, talking about their savings, talking about anything like that. They they're scared about it. They're nervous about it. They don't know how to do it. Uh, and it's, again, it's because no one ever knows their situation. They don't know how to help them. They don't know, um, how to talk to them. They, they, we feel uncomfortable doing it. So think about the friends, family that you may have. Talk about it. Talk about money. Talk about your business. Talk about the failures that you've gone through. Talk about the successes you've gone through. Right? Just get comfortable being uncomfortable and make sure they understand that too, that they have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not, not even just talking about money. They need to get comfortable being uncomfortable with how they spend their life right? With, with how they spend their time, if they want to get to a better place financially. Okay. The same thing again, like I said, with health, like if you want to get healthy, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about the problems that you have. We got to talk about how you're eating crappy food. We got to talk about how you're not exercising, you know, properly, all that kind of stuff. So no, no more being lazy, Look, no, no more excuses. Um, we got to get out there. We got to re- meet the right people. We got to work hard. We, we have to do the things it takes to be successful. There's no excuses uh, for it. We are set up. We are blessed in this country to be able to be successful. So let's go do it, right? Let's share our knowledge with others and, and let's go do it. So we can all be successful because look, it's going to help the the whole majority of people. If if everybody is financially responsible, we have an abundance mindset. We have a a country or a world where people have expendable money, right? They they have money, they have invested money. 
They help companies grow. They help expansion. Uh, they step outside of their comfort zone. They're creating new and amazing things. Like think of how much we could advance as a society. We've advanced so much. Think of how much more we could do if we all had that mindset, right? If we are all willing to take risks, if we are all financially sound in our abilities, right? If we were fight, if we had financial fortitude, think of how much greater things could be. Think of how much, and I think there's part of this like scared mentality with leaders. Uh, and I don't leaders is maybe a loose word, but our politicians, our teachers, you know, people that are maybe in charge of how we talk about money. I think there's this mindset that if everybody has money and they save and they don't, then they won't spend and they won't buy a bunch of stuff. And we won't be a consumer country, a consumer nation. And with that, we'll have lower GDP and, and recessions will happen, blah, blah, blah. But I think the exact opposite would happen. I think we would be spending more because we're saving more, but we're creating more, we're making more. And so we have more money to spend. Now there might be a time period where there is a little bit less spending, but it would catch up and it would become, I think, a lot greater amount of spending because of how we, how we do things. But that's just, I guess, my mindset, that abundance mindset. So look, remember, talk about money more with friends, with family, move the needle towards the financial goals they want to achieve and and uh, let's become better together. Let's become better together and uh, and help each other out. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.